Hey, what's going on, my good people? I know it's been a while. Please don't crucify me. Please don't. Um, I actually got through the thick of my doctoral stuff. And uh, so we got the languages kind of sort of uh, with being a New Testament concentration for my PhD. I have to take a lot of Greek. And so a lot of that is got or is under my belt now, although this is going to be a lifelong process because my prayer truly is to fall in love with Greek. And I am. Um, but it takes years to become fluent in languages. And on top of that, you're learning Koine Greek, New Testament Greek, which is dead. So don't think because, you know, some New Testament Greek that you can go to Greece and talk to them fluently because they're going to look at you with your head cut off like a chicken. Like, what did you say? Or I think you're going to speak in tongues. <laughs> so anyways, um, I know it's been a while, guys. I'm, I'm back. Uh, we're going to we're going to ride through this. We're going to stick to it. I got episodes lined up for you guys. I got some special guests coming on later on this month. Or rather in July, I actually have Dr. G.K. Bill. He's going to come on and we're going to talk about the book of Revelation. Uh, his commentary on Revelation is well-respected, well-regarded, and well-recommended. Um, we're going to deal with a lot of the craziness that's going on. So we we have a lot. We had a lot of air quote UFOs shot down uh, recently in North America um, by NORAD. I think this is what it's called, NORAD. Uh, we have... We have stuff falling out of the sky, captured on police video cars. And I guess we have some aliens that want to gamble in Las Vegas. So um, I'm pretty sure we've all heard of that. Uh, we have whistleblowers coming out uh, that have done some work or is maybe currently doing work with um, the U.S. government on crash recoveries from these supposed objects, um, UAPs. Um, unidentified aerial phenomenon, even phenomenon that's underwater, uh, military video videos that are coming out. Uh, so we're going to be dealing with all of this. Um, we're going to, I got guests coming on. We're going to talk about the Trinity. Uh, we're going to talk about just work through systematic theology a little bit uh, because we want to equip uh, believers in Christ uh, with all the tools that we have available. Um, even we might have some people on here who uh, may not agree may not agree with what I agree with, or, or we may differ a little bit. Um, one, one important thing that I've learned over these years. And even when I was in seminary was to never cherry pick the evidence. And in my doctoral program that, that has been driven home to us is to read widely. And you're going to have to read some material that may make you uncomfortable, that may rub you the wrong way. And that's fine. You know, we have to follow truth no matter where it leads us. So, but anyways, I just wanted to prep you guys. Listen, I'm back. As always, if you feel led by God to give to this podcast, all of our information is below wherever you're streaming, whatever platform you're streaming on, Apple, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, um, Google Podcasts, the whole gamut. We're on a, a, a variety of platforms and we're across the world. And so we thank God for that. Um, and we thank God for this ministry. Please keep us in prayer. Uh, God knows we need it here at Truth Be Told, Hosea 4-6 podcast. And as we're praying, as, as you're praying for us, we are praying for you as well. Uh, and so we do pray that God gets glory from this podcast. We're not doing this to become famous. We're not doing this to get rich. We're doing this because it is our way of being missional and getting the gospel out to make the gospel known. So we thank God for you. Hey, listen, when I come back, trust me, we got a guest coming on. 
who's been on before. And uh, hey, look, we cracked top five in certain countries on this one episode that we did three years ago with him. But hey, stay tuned. I'm coming right back with our guest. Hey, what's going on, people, my people, my good people? I told you I was coming back. It's your boy, Trevi Trev, one half of TPT Jose 46. Listen, I told you in the beginning, uh, we got some stuff to handle. And uh, a lot has been going on in the world. A lot has been going on. I mean, we have the war with Russia, Ukraine. We got stuff going on in the uh, South uh, Asian Pacific um the whole waterway, the battle of the waterways and all of that good stuff or bad stuff. I don't know how we call that stuff. We have, you know, North Korea kind of still doing North Korea things. Um, we just got to it's, it's a lot going on in the world today. And um, icing on the cake is it's been a lot of supposed UFOs been shot down recently and stuff falling from the sky. You know, now, mm, you know, some people might catch that on their on on a ring camera or, you know, phone or something like that. And then we kind of pass it off. But it's it's crazy when it's, you know, police departments catching it on their patrol cars. Uh, so and then we have we actually have a 911 video call of some young men saying something was in their backyard. Um, I got I, I had to hit this brother up. I really did because he's well respected and i mean well respected when it comes to this information on ufos and aliens and that that demonic connection and um you know what really blessed me the late dr michael heiser god rest his soul may he rest in peace rest in the bosoms of our lord and savior jesus christ um I mean, these brothers were feeding off each other, recommending each other. I had professors recommending uh, uh, this brother coming on, Dr. Heiser coming on. I can't remember um, the professor down at Southern Evangelical Seminary. Um, his 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 uh, name evades me, but he actually recommends this man's book, Piercing the Cosmic Veil. Some of you have it. I have it. It is phenomenal. Um I'm not going to belabor the time. I know y'all tired of hearing me talking. It's like, Trev, get to the point. I got you. Uh, but none other than Mr. Joseph Jordan is on with me right now today. And he's going to help us. We're going to, I'm going to play some of these clips and he's going to walk us through this because it's one thing. Okay. We can kind of deal with the UFO stuff and say, okay, that's the government probably testing some stuff out. Right. But what happens when people are saying, I'm seeing these beings and not not sleep, they're now awake seeing stuff. And so. We need to talk, we need to have a conversation because somebody's theology might get messed up or might be messed up if they don't know how to how to traverse this plane, if you would. So none other than my friend, my brother, man, this this dude, I'm telling y'all. His book is a tremendous blessing. He's a tremendous blessing to the body of Christ when it comes to this subject. Um, without belaboring the time, uh, the one and only uh, Joseph Jordan is on with me. Welcome, Mr. Jordan. Trevor, thanks for having me on again. Yes, sir. It's been, absolutely. It's been way too long, brother. It's been way too long. And, and, and you know, I follow you on Facebook, man. And I, I, I was uh, I was like, man, I haven't seen him post in a while. And, um, 
you know, but his stuff is, is extremely helpful. And I said, well, let me reach out, see if he's open. Uh, his schedule may have gotten the best of him and that's life. Hey, we gotta, we gotta work and we gotta provide for our family. Paul said, a man don't work. He don't what eat. So you better right. get him, get a job. <laughs> you gotta work and you gotta pay bills. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling, uh, Mr. Jordan that, um, Last time we had him on, it was some phenomenal. Some stuff happened with some more UFOs and stuff, disclosure and all the other jazz that came out, man. And this episode, his episode, like cracked like top five in a couple countries. I have to go back and look. I want to say Greenland, Iceland. I can't remember. I can't recall. Um, but it also cracked top 100 on Podbean for religious podcast. So there's people that are having some experiences or maybe they're not having experiences. Maybe they see enough evidence to make them second guess their faith, their belief in the Lord Jesus Christ and trying to rationalize. How do I make sense of UFOs, aliens, uh, you know, non-human entities and my faith. And so I think the perfect person to have on here for that is you, sir. Thank you. You're absolutely welcome. So, uh, for those who have not heard, if you just want to, you know, give us a little bit something, something about you, whatever you want the people to know, you may do so. A um, little bit of background on my bio. I've been with uh, UFO research and investigations for going on 30 years now. Uh, when I first got into it at 30 years ago, I joined the Mutual UFO Network which is the largest grassroots uh, investigative organization for UFOs in the world. Uh, they're scientifically based uh, research group. And um, I tell you, if you seriously are looking into trying to understand what this is about and you want to learn how to do it properly, I, I recommend move on. Even though they're a secular organization and I'm a you know very devout Christian, when you come into this field, they will teach you how to think properly and research properly, which I think is probably one of the biggest issues I'm seeing in the country mm -hmm. is people don't know how to do that. People jump to conclusions instead of doing the work to get the real evidence. Right. Um, been with them for 30 years. I uh, also started my own organization, CE4 Research Group, uh, back when I started uh, looking into the alien abduction phenomenon. And mm -hmm. my focus has been with them for 25 years now. And the culmination of that 25 years is uh, coming together, came together in the book that I published, Perishing the Cosmic Veil, where I found information about the UFO phenomenon that goes against what everybody else out there is saying. Right. And um, actually they are saying but they, but they don't say it. They know it, but they don't say it. Mm. And uh, that's the reason I actually got into this in the first place is because I knew it was something what I found was true uh, based on, you know, they're giving me the backup to, to say it's true. Uh, it's just that they weren't ever going to cover it. So I took it on myself to cover this piece of the UFO puzzle. Mm -hmm. And I've been working on that for the past 25 years now, bringing the what bringing the truth as I know it, and I think they know it, but just can't say it uh, to a world that's being highly deceived. Yeah. I'm also uh, a safety professional uh, working for general industry. Last time we talked, Trevor, I was uh, halfway around the world and uh, 
you know, half a day away on time zones. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was in South Korea, but I'm now back in the U.S. and back here at the Kennedy Space Center working for uh, one of the number one private industry uh, rocket manufacturers here. So glad to be home and uh, gives me more opportunities to uh, get back into the research here. Well, good, good. I'm glad y'all had a safe trip and, you know, enjoying where where you're at. And so I know that's a that's a blessing. And, uh, you know, I pray that, too, that, you know, if you want that this opens doors for you with more engagements, because I got a lot of people that was asking. And I said, well, I'll, I'll do an episode and um, see if Mr. Jordan wants to come back sure. and, and have these conversations. Um, so I, I think we should just we should just dive right in. If you guys want to catch up on that information um, about what Mr. Jordan was talking about as far as, OK, you know, how are these incidences disappearing? People, you know, is that the name of Jesus Christ? And you hear that stuff, you know, from people that have experience with the new age or even just people that may have some episodes at nighttime where they feel like something's on them. I don't know, in some other cultures, they call that mounting of a spirit where something is feel like they're holding them down or touching them inappropriately. But it all stops at the name of Jesus Christ. And this is what Mr. Jordan found out with these experiences that people were having, where they're saying they're being abducted, maybe sang a hymn, thought of him, sang a prayer, maybe quoted a Bible verse or, or just called out the name of Jesus. And so we had to remember in Philippians chapter two, uh, I think it's right at, at verses nine, 10, 11, where that subject changes off of Jesus Christ and back on to God, because this is what God's going to do for his son and did do for his son. And he says at the end that every knee will bow where at and you look where all that those knees are going to bow in heaven on earth and below the earth and so um you know there's power in the name of jesus christ you know there's there's, there's sincere power there's still power in that name and so um if you want to go back um it was 10 it aired on 10 31 2020 and listen to that and you can get the details but let's just jump right in so we we had a lot and i think you know, it was kind of back to back. Let me get your, let me get your, first, let me get your thoughts on what NORAD shot down. Do you think those are UFOs or what's going on there? Well, they're calling them UFOs and technically they're right. You know, if they're saying that they were unidentified, they have no identification of what they were, then technically, yes, they're UFOs. Mm -hmm. But are they something that's extraterrestrial or interdimensional or something like that? We don't have enough information on that. Uh, what's interesting is that they took on that order, you know, to do that in our airspace uh, without verifying what it is. That's a little scary when you think about it, you know, to not actually know what you're shooting down before you shoot it down. Right. That leads into a whole another <laughs> gamut of problems that we're going to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it and it flowed like right after that chinese spy balloon you know yes. it's kind of like man something just it's not adding up i don't know i, I mean i know it's not my my area of expertise but something just it doesn't sit right with me but you know then you had and i listened to what was published i think it was almost two hours worth of disclosure with with the congressional committee that happened when was it was like you remember when that happened? It was uh, that was just last year. Last year, I can't remember if it was yeah. later, probably like fallish, but yeah, you know, 
I wonder, and I was talking to a friend of mine, I said, man, I, I think I got an idea because they had a portion that was public, right? Right. And then you had the portion that, oh, we got to go behind closed doors and talk about this. You know, I wonder if they were, you know, if they were discussing, okay, these things may be sinister and maybe they don't mean any good. Cause I think kind of like, you know, you have your like Jacques Valets and certain other ones that may admit like these things have a sinister nature. Yes. And I agree with that too. Okay. So yeah, I was, I mean, it's just all unfolding and it's just kind of like, okay, well, what's going on? But, um, all right, well, let's get into it. Um, so you're well aware everybody is pretty much almost around the world. Two young teenagers, I guess they're in their teenagers, maybe early 20s. Um, but they said they saw something in their backyard. I'm a um let me let me play this uh um 911 clip. Let's listen to that first. And then there's another clip on TikTok that I guess we'll analyze and Mr. Jordan was telling me about, but let's 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 listen in for a sec. all right mr joe did you hear that i did good okay just want to make sure we put on the audio um what what do you what do you think just at just before we go deeper i'm looking at okay the height eight to ten feet tall and then the eyes and the mouth because it seems like these things change shapes with different people what do you what with your years of expertise what are your thoughts well, that's the first thing that I caught attention of there was their size. Uh, that's mm -hmm. not something that's normally reported, you know, typically reported with abduction experiences. Most of them are the small grays. Uh, sometimes you might get a taller insectoid looking, you know, being along with the grays. They, mm -hmm. Some of them say they're usually the more the one in control of the situation, but not eight to nine feet tall, right. you know, eight. 10 feet tall. That's, that's quite different. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've heard him give better descriptions than what he gave there. Okay. Uh, you know, once he had time to calm down and uh, once you listen to those, you had an opportunity to hear those, you heard something quite different than the atypical reported gray that most people talk about. Right. But even, right. even with that, um, you know, I've worked with over 600 cases over the past 30 years, people claiming abduction. No two beings are described identical from case to case. Oh, that's interesting. It is. It's a red flag to me that comes up and I've got to, you know, hold that red flag up and go, wait a minute. You know, that doesn't make sense. And the same thing with reporting craft when people see so-called craft in the air. Mm -hmm. it's, they're never two the same, you know. So that's another red flag is how could there be so many different you know uh over past well even going back to when the beginning of mufon started um 1969 right um 
you know, hundreds and thousands, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of cases, mm-hmm. but, but you still don't get a description that's identical, you know? So that doesn't make sense that that many different vehicles would be coming here. Right. You know, th- these are things that, you know, I, when I talked about MUFON teaching you to think properly and, and investigate properly, this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't just, you know, let that wash over and not look at these red flags. Right. I focus on the red flags because by the time you're done looking at, you know, doing an investigation on an event and you got a handful of red flags, you know, you got to step back and go, well, something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and, and we got that with this case. Yeah. And it, it was, it was like with me, you know, the little bit I do know, I'm like, okay, something's off here because you saying eight to 10 feet tall. Okay. Was that a Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, it's kind of some, I had uh, uh, another guest on, we talked about that Bigfoot stuff. And uh, I just said, something's off with that too. But anyways, um, you know, it was the, for me, it was how calm they were. And, you know, I'm not a, not I, I, my major is not psychology. Um, that's my wife. But I'm just like, man, if I saw something like that in my backyard, oh, I'm I'm almost petrified to the point I couldn't even call. Right. You know, or to the point of. Let me go get my gun. Because whatever this is, I don't know if this thing means harm, you know, that's this that it's crazy to me. And then there's another part of the video. It was like, okay, well, why did the cops body camera cut off when they walk in the backyard? And I'm just saying, I don't know, man. I'm I'm I mean, to me, I just I I don't I, I hate to say I don't believe it at that point. I'm just kind of like, man, I don't know if these kids was might smoking some weed or they were drunk, you know, or whatever, or this was an elaborate hoax. I don't know. It just seemed like they were so calm. And then you had the other police officer that said, Hey, we caught something on our, you know, police patrol car camera. Um which to me, it kind of looked like a meteorite falling. Right. Um, you know, I, I would be more so calm in the situation and, and let's, okay, let's try to investigate, you know, is, is your house located in some area? It might be some fumes. I don't know something going on, but I just, I don't like you is just kind of like, you know, with Helen Blavosky, she was talking about the tall blonde haired blue, blue eyed people. Sure. And then I forget what president, supposedly had met these beings at a remote was it eisenhower or somebody right you heard of that theory yep and they reported the blonde hairs with the blue eyes were supposed to be tall and it it was the grays that were the smaller one the more sinister evil male violent ones and these are supposed to be the peaceful ones so the term they give the blondes the tall blondes are the nordics because nordics right Seem to look like they're from that area, you know, okay. of, our, of our world. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like they always come with a message almost. It's almost yeah. like they're trying to mimic angels. I tell people, it's like, man, I saw an angel. That's my first thing is, okay, what did they say? Because angel, by definition, Malek, Melachim, uh, or Angelos, Angeloi, Angelos is messenger. It's just they're acting on behalf of God to bring you a message. I'm like, what did they say? You know, and so they always it to me, what people would say is it's like an anti-God message or anti-Judeo-Christian uh, message. There is no Christ. 
um, I'm God or you got to save the world. It's the green world and these nuclear bombs and this and that and the third, you know. So it's a focus on the creation and not the creator. Right. Right. In their message. Mm. So it's almost like the I, I will. Which is basic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's basically the same new age message that you see all through the new age and metaphysical realm. Right. That people are following. Mm, 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 mm. Man, I tell you, you know, back on that case in uh, Las Vegas, couple options here. We could be dealing with a hoax, you know, somebody that decides they want to get in on some attention. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of got to be careful wanting to get attention, though, because, you know, you get the spotlight on you. You better hope you're not hiding something else while you're at it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't, a lot of people don't realize that. Um, the other option here, let's look at the other option. Okay. As investigators, as, as a researcher and investigator, I know there's a MUFON team that's uh, actually looking into this from the scientific perspective, you know, investigation of this event. But I think there's some things here that you have to step outside of the scientific aspect to even recognize uh, what's happening, right. which which makes it a possibility that something did happen. So let's talk about that a little bit. There's a TikTok version of uh, that young gentleman giving his talk about what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, and it goes into a lot more depth. Um, and I, when I heard that one, uh, I was like, okay, now we're getting some pieces here that definitely are red flags. And it was interesting that this stuff even came up. Right. Uh, if they were trying to pull a hoax, because it was conversation that I thought was kind of strange, you know, mm -hmm. pulling that over. Right. There is one point in the beginning where he talks about first encountering these beings in the backyard. And he explains that he felt like he was having what he called an out of body experience. Okay. Keep, oh, that, wow. keep that in your mind. And then he continues on talking about the different events. And then another time encountering the beings, uh, a second, you know, second point, different part of the scenario. He says he felt like he was having uh, what they call that uh, sleep paralysis. Oh, man. Because he was frozen stiff and he couldn't move. Mm, petrified. He was, he was petrified. He was still conscious, but he couldn't move. And then it eventually released him. So those are two things right there that I thought, okay, now we're talking something paranormal now. Okay. And either he knows about this stuff and, and put it into the story if it's a hoax or he doesn't know about it, and he's actually telling the truth. Yeah. Hey, do okay. you want to? You want me to play the TikTok video, and and you yeah, can analyze if you have it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, it. we can do that. Um, let's see. I'm gonna get everything pulled up, and that way, um, if those who haven't seen it, I think I've seen something pop up on my computer. I just didn't pay it any mind until. Um, you were talking about. I was like, man, I didn't know he came out. All right, well, let's. Hey, guys, I'm gonna play this. Let's listen in, and then, um, uh, Mr. Jordan, if you want to cut in and say pause for a second, I can do that, and then you can give us analysis because I think the minute the minute timestamp or 
total minutes is six minutes, 43 seconds. So if you want to do it like right. that, I'm cool with it. Okay. It's, it's your ball game. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a spectator. <laughs> I'm gonna make this story off from Cloud or Fame. I just want to tell you what happened to me and my family. And I know some people are not gonna believe this, but each person is different. So this is what happened to me. Keep in mind, this is midnight, and I'm fixing a truck in my backyard. At this point, I'm only with my brother, and I hear something fall from the sky. I turn around. The only thing I, I see is a big light falling from the sky. And moments after, I feel a big impact and a, and a bang, sort of like a big impact fall. And me and my brother looked at each other, and we were scared. But, the, but when the impact happened, it was sort of like a shockwave, like an out-of-body experience. There you go. And I tried to look at the object. All right. So you said an outer body experience after that big bang. Yes. Okay. So that right there is strange in itself. You know, um, that's definitely something that is a paranormal aspect that normal researchers probably wouldn't even look at mm. if they were using just looking for scientific evidence. Right. Okay. So have y'all have y'all had that happen before? In in MUFON research, as are even in government documents that have been released that y'all know of. I mean, anybody well, that reported something similar? It's it's uh, he's trying to describe something that's happened to him, and he's probably having trouble getting the right words. Okay, but what we've come across numerous times, um, in people that have had close proximity encounters. Mm -hmm is this scenario called the Oz factor. And I talked about it on the last show we did. When, when people are in very close proximity to an encounter, they end up being enveloped in the actual manifestation of the event. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, going by what my research is showing, what we're dealing with, they're not extraterrestrials, but demonic spiritual entities mm. that are able to come from the spirit realm and manifest temporarily into our physical realm. Yeah. Okay. Now, what seems to be happening is when they manifest, there is like a presence barrier around them that they bring with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's it's like uh, trying to give you a good under understanding. It is it's like they're protruding into our realm, okay? Uh, and and the manifestation is the appearance of whatever they want to appear as. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a, they can appear as a metallic craft, they can appear as a being, they can appear as looking like us if they want to, right? It's whatever their mission and purpose is. So. These manifestations, if you're in close proximity to them, there's a disturbance that we encounter as humans if we're too close. And this is that Oz factor. And a lot of times re people report that it felt like time stood still. Yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. And other types of, you know, distortions that, you know, they, they don't under, they don't even know how to describe. And I think that's what he's trying to do here 
is explained that that happened to him mm -hmm. uh, because they were in that close proximity to this event. If this is what's really happening. Yeah. And then later he even talks about, you know, another part of the experience that, yeah. that affected him that way. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, too, like, I mean, so as of now where my, my dissertation and I say as of now, cause it can change. <laughs> it probably will. Once I get my, uh, my my uh, doctor uh, PhD supervisor dissertation su uh, not supervisor mentor um, is on child demonization in the New Testament and so what I spend a lot of my time because I don't have I'm taking theological German this summer so it's not the funnest um, but again it's it's necessary because there's a gamut of information that's just straight written in German so it's it's useful to have these other languages plus you have to have additional research languages on top of your concentrated of your old Testament or Hebrew Bible, it's, it's obviously going to be Hebrew and you can choose sure. to, you know, but I'm just saying, so if you look at, you know, throughout the ancient Near East down through, through, through the Greco Roman period for a century, I mean, the literature that they write on about these spirits, I mean, things flying in the sky, uh, in the waters, I mean, for crying out, you had this siren, which were, you know, uh, sure. with mermaids. And um, I think with Enoch, the women that slept with the giants, they became the sirens. And I mean, you have these beings that are just poof, they're here, poof, they're gone, you know. And then, I mean, if you look at with anyone that has an encounter with an angelic spirit, uh, angel, um, what are the first thing that they say is what uh, peace be unto you. Or I come in peace because it is absolutely terrifying. It can kill you. Daniel, when he was having this experience, I think it's Daniel chapter 10. It, he almost had a massive heart attack. He had touch, he said, hey man, I'm about to die. You know, he touched him and he was, he was straight. I mean, these yes. um, men and these powerful men within scripture, these prophets that had their encounter with God would have been absolutely terrifying. And so if their job is to mimic, you know, the, you know, the Holy Father, um, Jesus Christ, uh, angels, all of that, it would almost seem like what this young man was talking about would be like fear and terror, you know. Um, but I'm just saying what a lot of folks is, is if you read this, you know, any type of literature from especially Semitic demonology, you'll see a lot of correlation, coronation, correlation that's going on between what we're seeing today, this phenomenon, oh, it's over here one minute, and they're flying at these ungodly amounts, uh, uh, rate amount of speed. It's, it is crazy that, I mean, you can come at a dead stop going 15 to 20,000 miles per hour, you know, uh, making these sharp turns. But um, again, if you look at the, supernatural realm and i don't think we in the west because of postmodernism, we kind of discounted that exactly you know but if you go into other cultures and and this is my my issue with certain positions as you know uh principalities powers or just structures of society well uh, that's cultural appropriation in my opinion you know who are you to go into another culture and tell them that what they believe spiritually is not really true you know culture dictate dictates interpretation so um again you know in the west we're just kind of oh you know we're just going to relegate that to academics you know 
and it is what it is. But I, I really do think that if you if you have time and you look at you don't have to understand those ancient languages. But if, if you read translations of, of the English or whatever your current language is today, um, you're going to be like, man, something, something. It just doesn't seem like what we're being told is 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 the correct thing. It 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 is to me is proven that scripture is true. You know, and that's and that's what I found. You know, look, being having the opportunity to look at this phenomenon from three different perspectives. You know, when I first started out, I was an agnostic humanist looking at this UFO phenomenon, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. eventually got sucked into the New Age for you know four or five years, and. Uh, and all the craziness that went with it, but still looking at this phenomenon now from a second perspective, from the new age perspective, mm-hmm. and eventually becoming a Christian, at, you know, in, in uh, 96, 1996, and again, changing that perspective to looking at it from a biblical perspective. And, you know, it wasn't until I was able to look at this phenomenon through a biblical perspective that I was able to finally start getting some answers in correlation to what this stuff was. Right. You know? Right. And, and, you know, in today's modern world, that's not something that the rest of, you know, the rest of our country or most people think in this modern world, we should be looking at it through, mm-hmm. you know, instead they look at the Bible through UFO glasses instead of looking at the Bible as what the word of God says. Absolutely. Like, um, it's almost the like an esoteric type of view, sure. um, which is all of that the stuff we like with the occult and all that. It's just a regurgitation or repackaged Gnosticism. You know, Christ yeah. is in you. Christ came to teach you about your higher self. And, you know, don't be afraid of the spirits and you can tap into that realm. And, you know, it's people that really do that. And they would say, I mean, like folks said, they got high off of that ayahuasca or bofu or any other type of acid. And they was like, man, I saw them big headed beings, you know, them aliens and stuff. Man, they told me, uh, you know, I'm the true one. It's always like, you know, pointing See, back. That's, that, that's a red flag in itself. Why yeah. did you meet these same extraterrestrials during, a, during <laughs> a, an acid trip, you know? That doesn't make sense, you know? It that's doesn't. something that people, they don't want to talk about that part of it. Right, you know, and they just ignore the red flags and saying, "Hey, we have to explain these red flags." Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's um let's continue on um with this with this uh young man that said uh, that they had this experience. And I hear thousands of footsteps around me, and maybe a couple of seconds later, the blurriness was gone. And here's here's. The footage of the body, the police officer's body cam, and here's the object I'm the object I'm referring to, the light. Here's a ring camera video. You can hear the bang. This is around the neighborhood. So here's the video. That happened. The only thing I can see in the backyard is a tall creature, probably around eight, ten feet tall, very thin. So I called my dad. He went to the backyard, and he saw the same thing, the same creature I saw. He told me to go inside the house. 
at this point we all freaking out me and my family and here's the video where we were in the backyard area you can you cannot see it too good but on camera but it's there here's the video Moments after the video, me and my brother went to go pick up my tools. Then my brother calls me, and he told he told me shakingly, "Look behind the forklift." So I look. Keep in mind, I'm facing the forklift, and then I see the alien creature. So when I saw it, it was a tall, skinny, lengthy creature. It was a gray greenish color, and when I looked at it in the eyes, my body just froze. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro police officer's body cam catches this something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later, there's a there's like an eight foot person beside it, and another one inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Oh, I'm so nervous right now. The eight News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. I've only thought of shooting stars, and these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What did you see? It looked like a, looked like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like one fifty pounds. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too, so that's why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big, something with light, but I saw like... Let me let me stop right there because the boy said and this what caught me. He just said that, you know, his dad. I guess he said his dad saw the peep the creatures too, right? And now the dad is saying the boy saw the creatures, and so that's that's what caught me was like, okay, well, why didn't the parents, you know, see this or anybody else? Where's the neighbors at? I mean, because if that if that bang was as loud as supposed to be, it kind of would have brought somebody else out i know it's vegas i know everybody's not sleeping at <laughs> 12 in vegas um but that, that's why i was like yeah something something seems afoot here all right let's get back to it police walk into the backyard to investigate but metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property what's clear they're taking this call seriously hey this might sound like a really dumb question but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yeah. saw. Uh, I mean, normally this town is nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. All right. If those if there, if nine foot beams come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. All right. <laughs> So yeah, this is quite weird, Brian was saying during as we're watching this story. Now we've been in, been in contact with the family in that video, and as you heard in that nine one one call, they seem very reasonable mm -hmm. and honestly quite. All right, you got anything, Mister Jordan? Uh, not yet. There's still one more piece you got to hear around here. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Scared as you heard them in the call. No, uh, it, it don't seem impaired in any way. And whatever crashed by the time that police got there was gone. But sources say that there's really no dispute. Something 
was in their yard exactly what, we do not know. I mean, it's so interesting. So, like, the metro officer sees something, the neighbor sees something. I mean, so what could it be? Well, we know that there are obviously a lot of military bases around this area. Uh, George Knapp covers a lot of that stuff for us on the 80s. Our investigators are showing you drone video from above that area. And we know, of course, Creech not far away, Nellis Air Force Base not far. I checked in with them. They say they are not involved at all, and we are waiting to hear from the Pentagon as well. And you talked to these people. It seemed completely legitimate to you, and, and do you have any personal thoughts on maybe what it was? Right. So it seems from talking to our sources that something happened. There was obviously some flash in the sky. A lot of people thought that night on uh, the night of April 30th, early in the morning on May 1st, did that exact thing land in their yard? I don't know. But these people said they saw some SUV circling the area. Could that have, could this have been some piece of equipment that malfunctioned? Maybe they saw something and then someone came. I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> someone came and retrieved it from the backyard in the SUV. We don't know. This all comes as uh, a former high-level intelligence officer, an air a veteran, was on News Nation talking about how there is a program where the government collects some unidentified objects. So this mm. is that. We just don't know. We're going to work to find out, though. Yeah, right? No substances. They were looking no with clear substances. eyes. Very interesting. Not big buggy eyes. Oh, this is really unique. Thank you, David. All right, that's the end of that clip. Um, yeah, there's a piece that uh, that I, I got to see. It's probably a different clip from that. Okay. But right at the right at the end, the last thing that, which is three things that I caught when I heard mm -hmm. him talk, is the last thing he talked about is, um, they went, they all went into the house after this event, and uh, I mean, right after, they they looked in the backyard, and then they went back into the house. The whole family did, and they started to pray. Whoa! And when they when they did, they heard screaming outside. What? Yeah. And that was on the end of that clip. And I don't know if it's been removed or somebody's copied that clip, you know, and made it a different clip. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> man. We, whoa. So what? That, that's what I'm saying here. There's, there's, this is either an elaborate hoax uh -huh. or something has really happened here. And it smacks more of the paranormal than I would say extraterrestrial. And He's, you know, he felt to being in out of body state. Right. He also said that he uh, was experiencing, you know, paralysis, like sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. uh, and then them at the end saying that they all were praying and they heard the screaming outside. So and then, you know, he, he said it, it said he said I felt like or he heard a thousand footsteps. Yeah. And where else do we see this type of number? Well, you had Legion in Mark chapter five, mm -hmm. Garrison. That's wow, man. That is that's wow. I wonder how he describes that scream. I see. I wish I could, you know, talk to this guy. I think there's a lot of questions that just aren't being asked. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't like I told you before. I don't use hypnosis, mm -hmm. but if you use the right questions, guided questions, yeah, it'll help somebody remember, you know, something that maybe just passed over their thinking at the time. Mm -hmm. You know. It's just guiding them to the to answer correctly in the right way and be able to go back and rethink about what they saw. Yeah. You know, did you ever see that movie, The Fourth Kind? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was like that clip where that uh, it, I don't know. I think it was what is that pseudo documentary? Yeah. Okay. But in the clip, it was <laughs> it was the lady kept doing um, hypnosis to you know these people that might have had this experience, and then you know they end up. I mean, their mouth becomes distorted, and then they levitate, and then they're speaking in a form of Canaanite, ancient Canaanite. Yep. So to me, that's oh, that's possession. It's not alien, you know, alien abduction. That's that's classic demonic possession. Exactly. Very classic. I mean, it mimics. I think it was somebody that commented on your your YouTube one time, and I think I chimed in. I was like, man, from everything that I studied from my discipline and then looking at this phenomenon with Pee Wee Smear, I said they mimic, it's like they overlap. And, you know, I look at this thing cross-culturally. I remember I asked you last time we recorded our aliens racist because it seemed like I, I, I won't send anybody black or any other, um, you know, race anything that are reporting this, but I think culturally speaking, it differs. I mean, you know, somebody might report in another culture, what we uh, mentioned earlier, like mounting. I, I read a lot on that about how spirits can mount a person at nighttime. And they, this sure. is the same language. If well, you take somebody in a new age of, I couldn't move and something was in my room, you know? Yes. And, and that's that, you know, sleep paralysis. Uh, right. And biblically you're talking about possibly incubus or succubus, mm -hmm. you know, uh, demons. Right. Uh, we might have talked about this before on the last show, but, you know, one of my findings, which <laughs> another red flag uh, that I find in all of this is uh, for your listeners that didn't get to hear before. Um, you know, when I, before I went to Korea uh, 11, 12 years ago, um, you know, I used to listen to the top researchers tell me that, well, they're telling us all that uh, this is a worldwide phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And I just took it for granted it was, you know, but I got to thinking about it after getting over to Korea and not finding anything going on over there that, you know, this isn't true. They're using a play on words. Right. You know, if I only had two classes in college and decided I didn't want to do college, I could still theoretically and, and get away with it and tell you, hey, I'm college educated. Mm -hmm. I only went to two classes, but I'm. Still, I'm not lying to you. Right. I'm just not telling you the whole truth. So the same thing's happening here uh, with this whole thing being a worldwide phenomenon. It is not. Okay. There's a case here, a case there from other countries, but that's it. Uh, what we're dealing with is primarily a modernized, westernized white people's phenomenon. Yeah. And sorry to say that is what it is. You know, mm. Mm. Um, the reasoning, I believe, behind that is, you know, the, the, the focus more on technology. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, us as white people and, you know, modernized and westernized. We're looking for, you know, a savior from all of our all of our issues. Uh, and we're and we didn't like the one that was sent before. So we're looking outside to space for that savior to come. You know, and we're, we're hoping that it's going to be high technology. You know, I've had the opportunity to, to talk with five of the last seven MUFON international directors uh, about my work and about, you know, the, the, the purpose of MUFON. And, you know, that 
the, the purpose of what MUFON's mission is, 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 you know, they're looking for answers to this UFO phenomenon for the benefit of humanity. What benefit? You know, just to tell us whether we're alone or not? Right. No, it's not. That's not the benefit. The benefit is, bottom line, I had one of them tell me when I had the chance to ask him face-to-face the question when I was out in Roswell for one of the UFO festivals years ago. Bottom line, and he was blunt, we want their technology. Because they think this stuff that they're seeing, these abilities of these crafts that they're seeing, they think that technology is what's going to save this world. Yeah. If they can get their hands on that technology, this Mm -hmm. idea of of zero gravity, this idea of of unlimited energy, you know, making it free energy, these are the things that could save this planet. So that's the seduction. That's the seduction that, that's getting people into this. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what they're looking for. Then they, they don't want to deal with, you know, a religion or a belief system that says you have to be accountable for what you do. Right. You know? Oh they yeah. Don't, they, they don't want that part. Yeah. So that's how that's how the new age and, and the rest of that gets tied in with all of this, is because the new age is their their belief system. Um, it, it becomes their spirituality and, and the new age belief system, because I was part of it, I can tell you, those people want spirituality. Yes, they know they're missing something, mm-hmm. but they want it without any accountability. Right. You know, right. And, and that's that seems the way the, where the world's headed. You know, I want to be able to do what I want to do. You mm-hmm. know, don't, don't tell me what I got to do. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. The whole the whole thing about abortion, you know, saying, well, you know, it's 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 my body. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's that same whole thinking right there. Right. So that's that's why this is driven amongst that culture, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other ethnic cultures have something other that they're dri- that's driving them. It doesn't need to be this one. Right. Okay. But this is where th- this is where you have to step back and look at that red flag. Why is it like that? Mm-hmm. You know, and. You know, the whole thing finally came to me, you know, at the at, within the last 10 years of my research. Uh, why is this all happening in the first place? Well, when you start looking at the outcome of people that get involved in this, what happens to them, then you start putting it together. Mm-hmm. And you start putting it together with anything that any ethnic group is following that isn't the Bible and isn't God. It's all the same. Right. Because whatever's seducing them, whatever's you know uh, attracting them away, um, has the same effect. It mm-hmm. takes their eyes off the one true God. And then once I put that together, that that was what was actually happening. And Michael Heiser talked about that too. Right. He said the same thing. This phenomenon's purpose is to take people's eyes off of the one true God. Mm-hmm. And it does. Anybody that becomes involved in the study of this or participation of it, that's what happens to them. Mm-hmm. So that rung a bell in my head as far as scripture goes. Where have I heard that before? And that's where I went back and looked at scripture and it was right there. Mm. You know, Second Thessalonians chapter two, you know, um, that's where it talks about who sends the strong delusion. Right. God sends the strong delusion. 
Yes, this is being perpetrated by the enemy, as God has allowed the enemy to perpetrate stuff on humanity all through human history. Mm-hmm. He allows them to to a certain point. Right. They are they do have limitations on what they can do. Right. Same thing. Same thing. He told you know he told Satan, you know you can do this to Job, but you can't kill him. You know, to test him. Same thing is happening now, except all of humanity is being tested in this time. Right now, we're, I believe what we're seeing is part of the strong delusion. You know, for us here in this Western world, this is the part we get. And I think the other, other parts of the world are getting it in a different way. But they're being tested with, you know, lying signs and wonders, false teachings, you know, to be able to test them to whether they are truly following the word of God and God of the Bible. Absolutely. Uh, You know, this is such a fantastic thing when you, when you finally put this together, it's so much bigger than aliens from other Mm -hmm. worlds. Mm -hmm. This is huge. You know, this is, I think one thing that people don't want to think about because this is a separation from the wheat, from the chaff. Right. You know, you fall for this, you're going to be not just lost, you're going to be eternally doomed. Oh, yeah. You know? And that's not something that people even want to talk about. You know, they do everything they can to do, to, to talk around that issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people, you know, they say, well, you know, is disclosure coming? You know, are we finally going to see full disclosure? I really don't think that's going to happen because full disclosure has to come from God. Why? Okay. And he's the one that was, is he and only he is going to allow that to happen. And if you read the scriptures and you read, you know, even into Revelation, because if we're in the strongest beginnings of the strong delusion now, then we're very close to the end. Oh, yeah. And if you look at the way the rest of the story plays out, the, the revealing of the son of perdition, the one that's behind all of this, does not happen until the Holy Spirit, the restrainer, is taken from this world. Mm. Where's the Holy Spirit reside? In us, mm-hmm. as believers. The, the new temple. So if the Holy Spirit's leaving, we're going to be out of here with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we as believers are not going to see disclosure. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing is part of what we're seeing is the delusion happening. Great delusion. Yes. But we're not going to see disclosure. The rest of the world will see disclosure. And they're going to have to explain what happened to the rest of us. Absolutely. See, that's where my mentor came in, Dr. David Allen Lewis, uh, when he wrote his book in uh, early 90s, Uh UFO End Time Delusion. And that's what he was saying, that that's what's going to be used to explain you know, the, the, the millions and millions of Christians that are no longer here, they're going to explain that away as, oh, we, 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 are, we weren't going to be able to be educated to, to, to follow through with the evolution of man. So we were taken out. Yeah. And I've heard, I, I hear that constantly about, um, which I do have um, Dr. David Allen Lewis's book here. I haven't gotten a chance to uh, to read it yet, but that's on my top list to read top books to to read um this summer before i head back to uh my second seminar doctoral seminar but is you know is the government prepping 
for this rapture, if you would, um, to have some sort of explanation. Oh man, the, the aliens took them, you know. And you know, even let me let me backtrack a little bit because and then and then what what Mr. Jordan was talking about is is if you guys need scriptural reference, Second Thessalonians uh verse eleven, um, you know, which reads ESV, therefore God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false. That's key. What <laughs> What exactly. is false that they may believe what is false in order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. That to me, I'm, I'm hot to me. I'm, I'm highlighting unrighteousness, have pleasure in unrighteousness that they did not believe. So you have these people who don't want to believe the truth of the gospel and that are following unrighteous ways. And yeah, to them it's like, okay, cool. That's more evidence that says Christianity isn't true. It's exactly. If, you know, and you might have some Christians because now air quote, we have these nine one one call with man. We saw something, these physical beings that it's on some shaky grounds now. Like how do I, how do I rationalize that? Let's, let's jump into that question. How would you explain to somebody that this, this comes to you, you know, Hey, Mr. Joe, Man, this thing is really messing with me, messing with my faith, because now we these people are saying we have some physical beings. How do you how do you counsel with them and with your pastoral hat on and with your expertise in this? Well, first off, you know, we hear over and over we got downcraft, we got bodies, we got this, we got that, but yet we see nothing. Right. You know? And and that's the first thing that I would be focusing in on show me the money because I don't see it. And, mm -hmm. it, you know, I'm, you got to be the guy from Missouri, the show me state. Right. Right. It, it, and you've got to stay at that point. Do not be swayed from that. And I was getting ready to take you there uh, in the next minute. Or so, but when the apostles asked Jesus repeatedly, you know, what are the times, how do we know the times of the end are coming mm -hmm. three times? Three times he warns us. And the most important thing, first thing out of his mouth on the list of things to watch for is what? Do not be deceived. deceived. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing he wanted to get across. Yep. So why would he say that and stress that? Because deception's coming. Oh, yeah. He was warning us that that deception is coming. Do not be deceived. Stand firm in your faith. So the first thing is they got to show it to you. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the thing about having real stuff, I don't believe is ever going to happen. Um, not in the effect that we, not like what we think we would be expecting to see. Now, does it say that these entities can't leave us something? Let me give you a little understanding of what I believe these entities have the ability to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think the whole thing relies in understanding what manifestation means. Right. And I'm, I'm working on that. And it's difficult to try and put together because I think if we can get an understanding uh, science-wise and in science vocabulary to describe what manifestation means. Mm -hmm. I think we would have a great opportunity to talk to these secular lost people because what they're calling 
these 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 experiences and these things that they're seeing in the sky is interdimensional or extra dimensional. I've even heard that term. We know as Christians that these are just spiritual beings. So they're spiritual beings. Do spiritual beings need a <laughs> need a spaceship? Right. No, they don't. They can travel the universe. They- Anytime they want, they don't need a ship to do that in. Mm-hmm. So that's something you have to understand that they're not going to do this unless it's part of this delusion. Okay. That's the reason they are appearing in craft because that's the game they've taken on to deceive this group of the culture is science. Okay. They're coming as advanced, advanced realm, advanced worlds out there that are more advanced than us, higher technology, but mm-hmm. it's not. All it is is their natural ability to manifest in our realm in any shape or form that they want. Okay? Now, how do they do that? That's the key is how do you do that? How do you come from the spirit realm into the physical and make something look like a, a spaceship or make yourself look like a physical being? Mm-hmm. Well, they're take they're not creating anything okay what they're doing is manipulating matter and energy that already exists here they have the ability to take it and form it okay to make it look like whatever they need it to look like okay if that's possible if they're able to do that then what they're doing with the so-called pieces of ships that people are saying that we have that looks like something that was made that uh, was beyond our capability. I have no doubt it looks like it's beyond our capability. So if they're able to manipulate matter and energy in the temporary manifestation that they're here, I have no doubt that they can manipulate matter and energy and leave it here. Mm. You understand? Because it's from here in the first place. Right, right. So they're 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 either using it to take on the form of them for themselves, or they can take matter and energy and twist it to make it look like something that it isn't. Mm-hmm. And I think keep in mind the uh with the Pharaoh and Moses. Right. The magicians. Oh yeah. The magicians. I think that's exactly what we're seeing here is they were able to do that. To mimic the exact same, right. Yes. And, (laughs) of course, theirs got ate up by Moses, but that's right. Uh, So theirs is not too strong. But I think that's what they're doing. They're leaving tidbits to perpetrate this delusion. Whatever it takes to deceive. Remember, this strong delusion it's supposed to be strong enough that if it were possible, even the very elect could be deceived. Will be deceived. So have no doubt that this is going to be extremely complicated delusion. It's going to be very deep, very layered to where we can't figure it out. Because if we figured it out, it wouldn't be much of a delusion, would it? Exactly. Exactly. So, that's why it's so bizarre. That's why it's so complicated. And that's why we can't get an answer about it. Now, you made a point to whether the government knows about it or not. 
I believe that parts of the government do understand this. Louis Elizondo, when he came out and started talking, he talked about his boss asking him, you know, you, you better know your Bible if you're right. messing with this. Yeah. You know, so yep. that's tell, and, and that's not the first time I've heard this. Um, there's a lot of CIA guys coming out, FBI guys coming out, NSA whistleblowers that are coming out of the closet and saying, yes, this stuff is real, but it's not physical ETs like we thought it was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for so long, that these things can transform, they can shift. And you know what's interesting? This, this, so much has come out lately. When I listen to these CIA and FBI guys, every one of them that are talking right now and, and coming out and trying to expose this because they're retired, but do they really retire? Um, they're experiencers themselves. Isn't oh, that wow. interesting? Very interesting. And recently I've started to hear some pieces that I don't think people are paying attention to either is these same experiencers, these FBI CIA guys talk about during their experience that they've had, um, they talk about receiving a download of information, like a, like a computer download into their brain. Oh, wow. You know, that's more common than, you realize uh, in this experience, mm-hmm. and I will tell you as uh, I don't usually talk about it, but in my personal experience, that's exactly what I had was wow. a person was an information download, and it's something that is talked about throughout history mm-hmm. in different mythology where. People receive this information, and it's like they received all the answers to the universe. You know, it was. It's interesting. It's like that was right when that was my initiation into the new age. That download, yeah. yeah. When I had that experience, and it's like I was given all this information. I couldn't even decipher what it was. It was just I knew I had all the answers all of a sudden in my brain. I just couldn't sort them out to bring them, you know, out of my mouth. But every time I come across something new in the new age, it's like, ah, I knew that, you know, then it would show itself. But what was interesting is at one point, four years later, after, you know, spending time in the new age and a new age practitioner, you know, trying to convert Christians to the new age, it all finally ran out. You know, it it was limited. And I'm listening to this with these, you know, agents from, you know, our covert agencies that are saying the same thing, that they had that download. And it's changed them. If you listen to them, their thinking has changed, I'm sure. Um, Or if it hasn't changed, they've been seduced by this experience and the information from it because they're all speaking this new age gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole concept, uh, like we talked about earlier, the, the, right. the Nordics bring in the, you know, the new age gospel to them. So it, it's all along the same. So are we getting, I mean, do they really know? I mean, they know it's something other than ET. I just not sure that all of them understand that it's demonic. I think uh, a lot of them are, 
they're all in agreement this is not normal ET we expected. Mm -hmm. It's something we have no control over. It's something that we have no access to. Uh, it defies all of our physics. They're all in agreement of that. But they're not all agreeing it's demonic angels. Mm. But there is a part that does. Yeah, yeah. I was getting right to ask is, do you think they're reluctant to admit that this, you know, this phenomenon is ultimately de uh, demonic um, well, for whatever I think, reason? I think what's happening and what it seems like is happening is on that side uh, of the of the realm that are trying to get the information out. They're doing it slowly. And okay. here's, here's the concept I think is happening. They want us to figure this out, okay? They're giving us this and that, but there's also a lot of deception involved too at the same time. But there are certain ones out there that are releasing information that are giving us just the right pieces to figure this out for ourselves because here's the thing we don't trust the government we don't trust these agencies mm -hmm. so even if they were to give us disclosure <laughs> we wouldn't buy it right because because they've already deceived us for so long mm -hmm. so here's the way it works they want us to own it on our own because if we figure it out then we believe it yeah, yeah. You know, there was a movie out there very similar to this whole thing where Leonardo DiCaprio was the main player in it. And they were going into this guy's dreams, this businessman, because they were hired to go in and alter his dreams to put a message across in a dream state to where this businessman would think that the idea was his own. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that's how they were going to, you know, convince him to go in that direction. He had he had to believe it was his idea. Yeah. And I think we're dealing with the same thing right now in all this psyop stuff. Mm. Well, let's let's um, I tell you what, let's let's go ahead and slide in while we got a few minutes left. Um, and we're talking about whistleblowers. Um, and you heard in the Las Vegas um. Uh, with the news that was reporting that, that uh, they just said recently a military whistleblower came out. Um, let's, let's take a listen at that and, and see if uh, Mr. Jordan can weigh in on, on his thoughts. So if you guys have not heard, it was, was last week, I believe mm -hmm. um, military whistleblower came out and I'm speaking of, you know, was the second week in June. So but anyway, so he came out and said that there is supposedly a UFO retrieval program. Now that the video that we just listened to, they said it was supposedly a SUV riding around the block uh, where this incident supposedly happened and recovered whatever it was. So is there any correlation or any affirm affirming this? So we'll listen in. Um, and see what Mr. Jordan has to say on this. Give me one second so we get the video pulled up. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, guys, let's listen in. News Nation. I had some questions reported on UFO questions. Did you come to at the end of your time? The UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? 
these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I thought it was totally nuts, and I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have plenty of current former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And they they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. Rush alleges the U.S. government has recovered non-human craft for decades. He's filed a whistleblower complaint saying he gave what he calls the classified proof to Congress and the intelligence community inspector general. News Nation has confirmed David Grush's credentials and resume. We've not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. He says he can't show us the proof for national security reasons. He also tells us he's not seen photos of the alleged craft himself, but has talked extensively with other intelligence officials who have. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone. Do we have bodies? Do we have species? Well, well naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as, fan as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. It's also harder for people to wrap their minds around the concept of a crashed object from somewhere else. It's easier to accept that, yeah, we see things in the sky that we can't explain. Journalist Leslie Kane broke Rush's whistleblower story this morning in a debrief. Ms. Kane's career has been mainstream and credible, having written a series of reports on UFOs in the New York Times dating back to 2017. He has the credentials, but there's no documents that he's handed over. There's no pictures. And as a journalist, you want to see documents. You want to see pictures. Does that raise a red flag? Not at all, Brian. I mean, you mean documents that actually describe the craft? Correct, yeah, like the yeah. documents are to be able to see it for ourselves. Of course, don't we all want that? And uh, the problem with that is all of that information is classified. You know, as we said in the story, everything that Rush told Congress and told the, the um, Inspector General of both the IC, the Intelligence Committee Inspector General, and the Department of Defense Inspector General, all of that information is classified. In 2017, Kane reported exclusively in the New York Times that the Pentagon had a secret UFO program. Three years later, the Pentagon confirmed her story. Her latest report is even more explosive, but Kane says she has multiple sources who back up Rush's story. I believe it because of all the sources I have who have told me the same thing. So who am I to doubt these very, very high-level people who have been inside these programs for decades? 
have done their work and are all telling me the same thing. I mean, I, I don't think there's some kind of conspiracy among all these people who don't know each other to make something like this up. So I've got to be blunt about this. You're not making this up. This no. is not a lie. No, absolutely not. Housing prices and All right. Um, what are your thoughts on that? He just came jumped on a commercial for that. Uh, he's not lying on what he's been told. But that doesn't mean what he's been told is the truth. Mm. You know, we had we had Bob Lazar that came out years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he still his head keeps popping up every now and then, you know, because that was the most credible we had for quite a while. Right. Um I think it wasn't credible enough, I guess, convincing enough. So now they bring out a new one. You know? And hmm. this guy, he's got the credentials. He's got the stuff that we were looking for with uh, with Bob Lazar, but it wasn't right. there. Right. So this one hopefully would have been more convincing. And I think that's what they were hoping for with this. You know, why are they pushing this? You know, I always felt for a couple of reasons. One, they're putting the fear factor into all of this, you know, because they were pushing a whole idea about, you know, this stuff is – a danger to our airspace. Yeah. So, you know, putting the fear factor into us and then telling us, you know, that uh, they're there to help us, you know, that the military is. So the whole thing is they're wanting us to rely, the government's wanting us to trust them for help. Uh, when we as believers, we know where our help comes from. Oh, we, yeah. know, we know where our help comes from and his ability because he, he's overpower. He can overpower all of this. Absolutely. Uh, they, that's the part that I know they don't want. Uh, you know, and oh, that, that gets me into a whole nother one, but I won't go there. Uh, <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, this whole UFO phenomenon is the best free cover up, you know, for all of the black ops that are going on. Yeah. You know, all the way back in the 40s, late 40s, when this started, you know, I think that we were possibly seeing things that we just didn't understand that were man-made and, you know, secret stuff that the military was working on, you know, right after World War II when the Nazis came over to, you know, work on their stuff here for us. Um, You know, we've never seen something like that before, so we thought it was alien. And then once the military goes, wow, they think this is extraterrestrial. What a great cover-up. Let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. So, so they've used us to be able to hide everything they're working on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And let's just reinforce it. Let's just make, you know, let them believe, let's help them believe that that's what this is. Yeah. But at the same time, that's not all that we've been seeing. We have been seeing things that are not military. Yeah. And that's the stuff that I tell you that has that paranormal aspect to it. Right. The stuff they can't explain. And that, uh, I truly believe is part of the strong delusion. Mm. Um, and then to go back to when you were talking about the, we looked at the video with the, with the young boy or the two, two young guys out in uh, Las Vegas with that paranormal, obviously, you know, with the praying and the screaming at the end, I wonder mm-hmm. if they, if they ever had any following occurrences in their home. Um, previous occurrences is what I would be looking at. 
True. Remember, Absolutely. Yeah. True. Yeah. Remember Absolutely. when I, when I talked to you before on the show, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about why does this even happen to certain people? Yeah. And you know, that was always because of an open door. Absolutely. You know, these people either asked for it or they were unknowingly dabbling in areas that they shouldn't have, you know, that God tells us not to dabble in. Absolutely. Could it be, could it be somebody in that family has got a serious open door, you know, that allowed this experience to happen to them? Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. like I said, these are more questions that I would dig into with that family, you know, to try and rule out whether this is, you know, a hoax or not, because yeah. those answers, if, if you could get those answers, that's pretty much leading to maybe this isn't a hoax at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. True. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's dig a little bit more into uh, to this whistleblower and then we'll, we'll wrap it up shortly. Has been lied to for decades. Yeah, sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to the human race for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, "We are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone." Do we have bodies? Do we have species? Well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as fan- as fantastical as that sounds, all right, let's it's true. Give me one second, guys. Let's fast forward because we already covered that part. Hold on, wound up a little bit too much. Let's see. Right and are all telling. All right, so we listen to her. All right, here we go, guys. Because everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. They're going, is this guy for real? I am for real. And I'm you know, I'm sitting here at great personal risk and obvious professional risk by talking to you today. And just within the last 10 minutes or so, the Pentagon has released a statement to News Nation about this report. They say to date, Arrow has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Arrow is committed to following the data and its investigation wherever it leads. Arrow working with the Office of the General Counsel and the Air Force Office of Special Investigations has established a safe and secure process for individuals to come forward with information to aid Arrow in its congressionally mandated historical review. Arrow's historical review of records and testimonies is ongoing and due to Congress by June 2024. And Arrow welcomes the opportunity to speak with a former or current employee uh, or contractor who believes they have information relevant uh, to this historical review. And Elizabeth, we know that David Grush, he's filed that whistleblower complaint. All right. So what what is Arrow? For those that don't Yeah, that's the government um, agency that's actually looking into UFOs gotcha. right now. Okay. So okay. It was it was a tip and now it's Arrow. Arrow. Okay. All right. So I saw something on online. It was a is an expert on body languages. He actually has his uh, degree in that that field, so to speak. And he was saying when he analyzed his video, he was like, "I'm not calling the guy a liar, but his body language is saying there's some inconsistencies." Um, 
that he needs a little bit more information to from this individual to see if if this is true. Do you think that he believes what he's saying? Possibly, or he's part of that disinformation program. Gotcha. Which I would re- I'd lean toward more than I think that he believes it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I tell you what, um, we are just about out of time and uh, definitely, definitely appreciate Mr. Jordan stopping by and, and helping us out here. Um, before we, before we go, let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, let's give these people, the listeners, uh, what the truth is. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Please, please. We, are not, a, we are not alone. We are hmm. absolutely not alone. Yes. And if you want to know what it really is, look at your Bible. The Bible explains that we are not alone. Yep. We we have other family members that God created in his family mm-hmm. besides us. And that's the angelic realm. That angelic realm had a war. And part of that angelic realm was cast down to the earth, and that's where they stay. And right now, they got control of this earth. God's in ultimate control. Yep. But right now, that leader, Satan, he's the one in power on this planet right now. <laughs> if you're not a believer, you're under him. Yep. If you're a believer, you're under God himself. You're yeah. protected by him. But these beings exist. They're angelic beings, demonic angelic beings. They have the ability and I say natural ability, to manifest into our realm. We cannot go into theirs, but they can manifest into ours. That's their ability that they were created with, okay? A temporary ability that they can do. I believe that this is part of the strong delusion, and these hosts of heaven, as they're referred to in Scripture, are playing a part for God himself. They may not realize it. They may think they're trying, still trying to get away with something, but they're bound by his rules because he is ultimately the creator and the, in charge of it all. And I believe they are perpetrating this strong delusion to take our eyes away from the one true God. Do not fall for these lies. Do not be deceived. That's what Jesus said over mm-hmm. and over. Mm-hmm. The time has come to get firm in the scripture. The time has come to get firm with the Lord. Absolutely. Develop that relationship because it's that relationship that gives you the authority through him to overcome this experience, the abduction experience, and the UFO experience. Using the name of Jesus Christ, these entities can be stopped in their place. The government's looking at high technology to stop this this intrusion into our realm. It's going to be powerless, okay? But yet one name stops him. One name will stop this whole thing. On the other hand, at the same time, we've never been closer in history as as in history of humanity as believers to be able to witness to the lost. Because they're looking at something already and they're accepting the idea that there can be something that's other than us from Mm -hmm. another dimension. Christians, we already know what that other dimension is. It's called the spiritual realm. We are talking almost identical language with the secular realm right now about what's visiting us. 
right now is the best opportunity for us to witness to them. When they say something's coming from someplace else, you go, sure, I agree. Here's what my take on it is. And it gives you that opportunity to share the gospel with them. Yeah. So I think this is a great time and a sad time because so many are going to be deceived. But at the, at the same time, if we're doing what we're called to do as Christians and sharing the message, the gospel message of, of the good news that we were told to do in the book of Acts, then we're going to be just amazed at how we can help people not fall for this delusion. And now's the time to get to work. If you've never been at work before sharing the gospel, there's no better time than now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And um, watch this. This here's, here's the best part. According to what Paul says um, in, in Colossians chapter two, um, he says this, that, um, and I'll, I'll, let's start at verse 14, by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its elite, with its legal demands, this he set aside, nailing, nailing it to the cross. He, Jesus Christ, disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. And so once you give your life to Christ, you are no longer captive by Satan and the powers that be with 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 him. You belong to Jesus Christ and Jesus parade you in front of him saying they're mine now, not yours. You know, so if you are having these experiences as what uh, Mr. Jordan was talking about, call on the name of Jesus, but not just call on him. Invite Jesus Christ into your heart. And he will save you. Absolutely. He, he will save you. And, and, and I, I mean, if you, he has records of this in his book, records of this, of, of people calling on the name of Jesus that have had this phenomenon happen to them. And not just even on this side, maybe you say it was not aliens or whatever that I'm saying, but there is something happening. Call on the name of Jesus. Because at that name, every knee shall bow material and non-material it sh they shall bow and you're going to bow willingly or you want are you going to bow unwillingly the choice is yours i'd rather bow willingly and happy and joyful versus at the end when this is all revealed and people have fallen away or people have have traversed this path because of their unrighteousness to be forced to bow so the choice is yours the choice is yours but mr jordan i appreciate you um, if people want to get in contact with you, uh, how may they do so? Uh, you can reach me through my email, which is C E the number four president at yahoo.com. Or you can go through the website, which is C E four research.com. And on the website, by the way, well, first of all, in the book, piercing a cosmic veil, you shall not be afraid of the dark by night. I have over 60 of those powerful testimonies mm. that are evidence of what this is, that are evidence of who is behind this phenomenon. Not only those 60 testimonies, but on the website, I got a 100 plus more, and I still got a 200 plus more that I still need to get uploaded. The question I've always asked when I do my talks is how many testimonies like this mm -hmm. does it take for you to believe what I'm telling you is the truth? Because 
they don't stop coming in. Every time I do a show like this, somebody yeah. new that's had these experiences will, will, will write in and go, sir, I too have been able to overcome this experience through Jesus Christ. My and Lord. that adds to the testimonies. Mm, mm, mm. Thank God. I'm, I'm t- man, don't get me started on it. Let me call See, that's the difference between me <laughs> and this, this great whistleblower with all his, you know, status and everything that he's yeah. coming from from the government he brings you nothing mm. no evidence lonely me did the work myself you know yeah. the lord's help i went through and i bring you overwhelming evidence like That's i said true. how much do you need to see right and the other thing about the evidence that i bring it's repeatable if you are having these experiences and you want to know how it you stop them, I can work with you on that. And guess what? I guarantee you will become one of those testimonies. Absolutely. So it's repeatable. It works every time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even before we go, I think, uh, and talk about the sinister nature, um, Dr. Ray Bosch, Boucher, it's Bosch or Boucher? Boucher. Boucher. He was talking about when these folks came to him, they were talking about some sinister stuff going on on how to contact them, how these high level government people were contacting, you know, it was it it involved almost like some type of ritual, satanic, occultic type of stuff. And so and it's not just him. This this has been document reports, you know, throughout history that's been released that these things are sinister. That they mean no good for people. You know, that's a, he's got a powerful story and you can find his story in Nick Redfern's book. um, The final, uh, final events is the name of that book. And you'll find. Excellent book. Yes. I'm in there. Michael Heiser's in there. And uh, my, my partner Guy Malone is also in there. I recommend that one highly. I read that book. I read it in a day. It was so hard to put down. Um, (laughs) I'm telling you. Yeah, and that's, was, that's written by a secular writer, you know. Right, right. And um, the cover, the cover art is is cool. Yes. Um, but what he talks about, I mean, this is, you know, and the facts that he points out, and as he mentions, this guy is secular, and uh, you know, it's just it points back to what our guest is talking about is is, you know, is the government trying to mimic something? I mean, you had you know Project Blue Book or Blue Beam. You know, um, the experiences where people are calling on the name of Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, I would. I tell you what, I'll put the I'll put the link to your website, uh, your email address, and then I'm gonna put a link to. I know your book is on Amazon. Yes, Spirit and the Cosmic Veil is yep. on Amazon. I'm gonna put a link on our podcast and. Um, Right under this episode, if you guys look down low, wherever you're streaming from, there's going to be a link to all three of those. So um, what I want to do, the the, the goal of this podcast is to give you guys tools um, and and just flowing off Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And the the book is that tool that that's the way that book was made as a tool. Now that you've heard the truth, you can take the tool, which is the book, 
And the yep. way, that, just for a, a quick second on how that's put together, mm-hmm. the first part of the book, it's, it's in three parts. The first part of the book is a story of my research, how I got from not believing any of this to where I am today. It shows how I put it all together, you know, and how the Lord led me through all of that. And then I opened it to questions and answers in this middle part of the book, because people were definitely going to have questions. And instead of them constantly coming to me for answers, I tried to include as many of those questions with answers in the middle part of the book. Now, I didn't answer every question because what I let people know in the book is if I have a peer researcher that I've worked with, like my buddy Guy Malone, like my buddy Ian Juby from Canada, mm-hmm. like Michael Heiser, if they could answer, if they had already answered the question in their writings and I agreed with it, I use their work to answer the question to show yeah. people it's not just me that's come up with all of this. Right. And then the third part of the book are the testimonies. And I've got over 60 powerful testimonies in the book. That's your evidence. So everything you need to, to take this conversation and move it on is the book. Have right. the book in your hand. Okay. And, you know, if you want to p- pick up on this work as part of your ministry, and be able to share the truth, contact me, and I don't mind helping you get some books, you know, at a cheaper cost to where you can help your own ministry do that too. So, you know, get with me if that's something you're interested in doing. If you're interested in sharing this work, the truth with others about this phenomenon, Mm -hmm. get with me. I'll help you do it. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. It's there, you know, it's there already. Just take it and go. People write me all the time. How can I help you? The best thing you can do to help is get the information out. Yeah. And um, I'm going to tell you another another good um, reference to um, for our audience. Maybe you not you might not be a reader, but, um, you know, you like visual. You know, funny thing, if you have eyes, you're a visual learner. That it is what it is. Anyways, um, Michael Heiser has a documentary that was produced by Faith Life, which is owned by Logos or Logos Bible Software. And um it's called Aliens and Demons. It's actually on on um on YouTube, matter of fact. It's about an hour, 15 minutes long. Um, but Heiser goes in and shows you um the basically human origin of these. I mean, everything from bodies recovered at crash sites he talks about uh folks that had i think the disease is called progeria yes right he talks about that uh crash dummies um how the nazis were experiencing with uh nuclear trying to have anti-gravity type of machines so you know even going into project paperclip with uh the big guy warner von braun sure you know so if you get a chance it's on youtube just type in Michael Heiser aliens and the first video that should pop up is going to be called aliens and demons um, evidence of the unseen realm, but you have experts, you know, and I think really, you know, with the late Dr. Heiser, he kind of opened this door up for academics to start taking it seriously. Sure. You know, because there are people that are wrestling and maybe perhaps will start wrestling with this concept of, well, this isn't in my Bible. Well, it is in your Bible. You're just being told by the world how to interpret that. And that's not what you should do. 
it's let's let's go to the scripture. If you got some questions, you know, we are making available to you all experts that you can you can contact. Right. And and Mr. Jordan is one of those experts in this in this field of. Showing you how these things are demonic in nature. So, um, but yeah, well, hey, look, guys, I appreciate you. Let's give it up for our guest one good time. Um, I meant to give him some intro music um, when he came on here. Uh, it's a show I grew up with. Uh, my mom, matter of fact, is she had us watching this, man. She scares us all the time. <laughs> she was a huge fan of the X-Files. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I uh, just want to give him a little little music there. But anyways, I'm gonna give it up. You hear me clapping? Our friend, our guest, man, our, our dear brother, who is he was taking this uh this ministry on, Joe Jordan. Man, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you, Trevor. Let's do it again. Don't wait yeah. so long. Please, please, let's do it. It's the I love the whistle part on this. <laughs> <laughs> part always scared me. But anyways, man, um, listen. If you have, if you want to get in contact with him, please do. Um, you know, do not let these things keep you in a corner. You're not alone. Um, God is with you. God wants you to call out to him. He cares about you. He loves you. They want to seclude you because they don't have a chance to inherit salvation. You do. And you are an image bearer of God. So always remember that God loves you. We love you here at truth. Be told Jose four, six podcast. Um, Hey guys, listen, if you, want us to cover something shoot us an email find us on social media if you're on instagram you can find us at tbt hosea 46 uh facebook spell the whole thing out truth be told hosea 46 podcast shoot us a message or shoot us an email at tbt hosea 46 at gmail.com all the information is below all right we love you we thank god for you we're praying for you and we hope that you're praying for us we love you take care peace